This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. This podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll Rabbi Tzvi Hirsch of Chortkov was a great Rebbe, and every great Rebbe needs an assistant. Rabbi Shri Hirsch had an assistant whose name was Meir Amshel, and Reb Meir was very loyal to his Rebbe. He stayed with him for many years until he married, and when he got married, the Rebbe gave him a bracha that he should be successful in business, and he went off to a nearby town in order to open a business and begin his life away from the Rebbe. Now, Reb Tzvi Hirsch had saved up 500 gold coins as a dowry for marrying off his daughter. And this took him many years to save up this enormous amount of money. It was money that was going to be used in order to get the couple started off in life. During the entire year, the Rebbe barely ever opened up the desk drawer where the money was, except for once a year on the evening of the 14th of Nisan, when he was searching for chametz, he would open up the drawer and have a big smile on his face, knowing that he had set aside so much money for his daughter to be married. In the first year after Reb Meir had moved out of the house, and it was the 14th of Nisan, the Rebbe opened up the drawer in order to see the 500 gold coins, and he was shocked to discover that the money had disappeared. He asked the members of his family if anybody had seen the money, and quickly everybody said it had to be Meir. I mean, Mayer was his close attendant. He knew where everything was. And if anybody had stolen it, it was Mayer. I mean, Mayer had left, gotten married, and started a successful business. And where did he get the money to start his business? And everyone in the family was completely convinced that Mayer had stolen the money. The Rebbe wasn't completely sure. And so he traveled to the nearby town where Mayer had moved. And he walked into the business, and he sees the business is indeed truly successful. People waiting in line to give Mayer money. And it's a very nice business. And Mayer, when he sees the Rebbe, his eyes lit up. He said, Rebbe, Shalom Aleichem. I'm so happy to see you. I'm so grateful that you're here. But he could see that something was wrong. The Rebbe wasn't smiling. The Rebbe looked kind of depressed. So Reb Mayer said, Rebbe, what's going on? Is everything okay at home? And the Rebbe said, yeah, I'm very sorry to tell you that you know the 500 gold coins that I had saved up for my daughter's dowry? The mayor said, yes, of course. And the Rebbe said, well, the 500 gold coins are gone. And mayor had a look of shock on his face. And the Rebbe said, and everyone in my house believes that you stole it. Now the Rebbe was watching mayor to see if there was any reaction. And there really wasn't any at all. The Rebbe was convinced that mayor hadn't stolen the money. But mayor surprised the Rebbe when he said, Rebbe, I'm so sorry, but your family is right. I stole the money. And then he went to the back of his business, to his office, and he comes with two sacks of gold coins. He says, Rebbe, here, this is 200 gold coins. Unfortunately, I don't have the full 500, but I'll pay you the rest in installments. And so the Rebbe left there with 200 gold coins, and he also left with some peace of mind. On the one hand, he knew who had stolen the money, and on the other hand, he knew that his family hadn't transgressed by accusing an innocent person. 
But the truth of the matter was that Meir hadn't stolen anything at all. What really happened is that as Pesach came closer, there was a non-Jewish maid from one of the nearby villages who was hired to paint the entire house. She noticed that the Rebbe had a locked drawer, and she was fascinated by it. Every time she'd come by the drawer, she'd try to open it up. And eventually, she was able to make a key and take out the money and bring it back home. She showed it to her husband, who said, if we're going to keep this money, we have to be very quiet about it for a long time. Let things calm down before we spend any of it. And so they buried it in their backyard. That's right, they buried 500 gold coins in their backyard. About six months later, they took out one gold coin and they went to the local tavern. They ordered enough vodka for everyone in the tavern and had a huge party. And it was enough money for them to pay for everyone's vodka and to pay all the debt that they had built up over the years in this tavern. And the tavern keeper, he said to this couple, where did you get this money from? And the husband said, oh, my wife found it. She just was lucky and found it. So he said, okay, you know, sometimes there's really good luck. He never found a gold coin himself, but who knows? But then the next week, the couple showed up again. And they brought all their drinking friends with them. And they sponsored a huge party. And to pay for it, they put another gold coin on the table in the tavern. So the tavern keeper said, where did you get this from? What, you found two gold coins? And the husband of the maid, he said, yeah, we were very lucky. We found some gold coins. So the tavern keeper was a little concerned. And he decided to go to the local Polish lord and tell him what was going on. And the Lord said to the tavern keeper, next time they come around, let them drink as much as they can. And when they're completely drunk, ask them where the money came from, and they'll tell you the truth. And that's what happened. The couple came with their friends. They drank and drank and drank, and when it was late at night, early in the morning, they were completely plastered. The tavern keeper went over and said, Moo, tell me the truth. Where are the gold coins from? And they were laughing so hard. The husband said, oh, my wife, she stole it from the rabbi, and we buried it in our backyard, and everyone's laughing. <laughs> and they think it's the funniest thing they've ever heard. But the tavern keeper, the next day, he went back to the Polish lord, and he told them what happened. So the Polish lord sent his henchmen out there, and they dug in the backyard, and they found 497 gold coins. So they realized that this was the money that was stolen from the rabbi. They arrested the couple, threw them in prison. Now the Polish lord wanted to find out for himself. So he sent for the rabbi to come. Now when the rabbi of a community was called in to one of the Polish lords, it was never a good thing. And the rabbi was a little nervous because it could have been a decree against the whole Jewish community. They might have all been kicked out of their homes. They might have been killed, God forbid. Who knows what was going to happen to them? So the rabbi shows up, and to his surprise, the Polish lord says to him, Tell me, rabbi, how many children do you have? And the rabbi tells him. The Polish lord says, And tell me, how much money do you make every week? And the rabbi tells him. And then the Polish lord said, And tell me, rabbi, isn't your daughter of marriageable age? How do you plan on marrying her off? And then the rabbi gave a big sigh. Ah, you know, it took me so many years to save up 500 gold coins. And it was stolen from me, but nothing to worry about, because I got all the money back. 
the Polish lord said, wait a minute, describe to me the pouch that the money was kept in. The rabbi describes it and it had actually a very special insignia of the rabbi. And the Polish lord pulls out this sack of gold coins and it was exactly as the rabbi described. The Polish lord said, listen, I don't know who you think stole the money. It was your maid, the one that you hired to paint your house. And here's your money back, rabbi. And the Polish lord hands him the money. So now on the one hand, the Rebbe was very happy to have his money back. On the other hand, he's thinking, Oy vey, poor mayor. Mayor didn't steal the money, but he paid me back 500 gold coins. Where did he get that money from? So the rabbi quickly goes home, tells his family we accused an innocent man, and shows them the sack of money, and he goes quickly to Reb Mayor. And when he gets to Mayor, he says, Mayor, I'm so sorry. Mayor says, Rabbi, what are you talking about? The Rebbe said, I know you didn't steal the money. Mayor said, no, 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 of course I stole the money. And then the Rebbe shows him the sack. He says, look, I know who stole the money. It was the maid that was hired to paint our house. And the Polish lord recovered the money and he actually gave it back to me. So the Rebbe said, Mayor, you've got to explain to me what's going on here. Ah, Mayor was discovered. And so Mayor said, listen, Rebbe, you know, I've worked for you for so many years. I know that you're a tzaddik and an honest man. And I know how much it would have pained you. To lose that money and also to think that your family is accusing an innocent man. I didn't know if you would ever find the money or not, but I decided to take it on myself. To make your life better. To give you the peace of mind. To bring shalom by, to bring peace into the house. I gave you the 200 gold coins that I had made for my business. Then I mortgaged off my house. I sold everything that I had and I paid you the rest. He said, but we're doing okay. You know, business isn't as, as successful as it used to be. But we're okay. With Hashem's help, we'll make the money back. So immediately, the rabbi gave Reb Meir his money back. He said, Mayor, I never should have taken this money from you. I really didn't know that you didn't steal the money. And Mayor said, that's okay, Rabbi. That's how I wanted it. So the rabbi said, listen, Mayor, I'm going to give you a bracha. He said, may the heavens open up for you and riches pour down from the heavens into your hand, into your bags into your home, into your business, into your bank account, and that you become so wealthy that it will last for generations and generations. Of course, Reb Meir said, Amen. And we know, and we know that the Rebbe's bracha came true because this Mayor Amshel grew up to be the father of a dynasty, a dynasty of wealthy Jews who always helped the Jewish people. And they became known as the House of Rothschild. That's right, the famous Rothschild family. They became so wealthy through the bracha of Reb Tzvi Hirsch of Chortkov, who blessed Reb Meir for the Mesihut Nefesh, for the self-sacrifice of bringing peace to the Rebbe's home. I lie, 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 I lie. I
la la la. 